The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. just forget some of the great music put out by the guests who our next guest is a big supporter of the campaign he says it's time to get more canadian content into the rock and roll hall of fame an institution he readily admits he has some issues with alan cross is the host of the ongoing history of new music and a music contributor to course radio and global news hey alan welcome back to the show oh you're welcome glad to be here all right, so what is it with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Why is it that there's hardly any... Well, how, how come it's mainly Americans <laughs> that are in there? There's hardly any other... You know, what, five Canadian groups and, what, 35 Brits? Yeah, the, the issue is that rock and roll was an American invention, and the people who run the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have a very hard time looking beyond that fact. They, they don't <laughs> seem to really want to acknowledge that rock and roll, especially um, influential rock and roll, extends beyond the borders. You know, if if you look at all the music that's come out of Britain and only 35 Uh have been inducted, I mean, that's that's nuts. And if you dig down into that number, I'll give you five of those inductees, the Beatles and then each of the four members. (laughs) (laughs) So that that, that accounts for five of them. Rod All Stewart, right. <laughs> as a solo artist, Rod Stewart is, is a member of the Small Faces. I mean, it's 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 difficult. What we have here are nine about nine hundred people. Uh, and I think they're all Americans who vote and debate and nominate and eventually uh, declare who is going to end up in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And they're all part of the music establishment in the U.S. And they've become a little bit myopic when it comes to looking at music around the world. Uh, And I'll give you an example, and this is one of the issues I have with the Hall. Last year, Whitney Houston was (laughs) inducted into, let me just say this very slowly so people understand, the Rock and Roll (laughs) Hall of Fame. Now, there was nothing rock and roll about Whitney Houston. And when that nomination came out, let alone when she was inducted, People were going, oh, okay, now we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. We, uh, there's nobody left to, to inaugurate or to, to induct. And it's like, oh, come on. You just got to open your eyes a little bit. There are so many artists just from Canada that uh, have not been uh, acknowledged. I mean, we, we, we're talking about the Guess Who, but there's also Back in General Overdrive. There is Gordon Lightfoot. There is uh, Brian Adams. And there's Alanis Morissette. I mean, that just gives you, that's just a start. And I'm sure we can come up with more. So why, if if people are like, man, I'm not sure about the guests, if they're listening right now, man, I'm not sure about the guests, why should, in your opinion, the guests who be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I can understand that opinion because the Guess Who was big 50 years ago, and a lot of people have absolutely no memory of what they were, what they did, what they contributed. But let's just refresh our memory. In 1970, the Guess Who was the biggest selling band in the world. They outsold the Beatles. They had a number one hit with American Woman. They had a series of hits between about 1968 and 1975 that are still staples of oldies radio and the upper end of classic rock radio. And they were, you know, uh, tremendously influential in Canada, but they had a worldwide fan base. So if you're going to be looking at eligible bands, I mean, this would certainly be one for consideration. And this, this whole thing is 
you have to do is get the band on the ballot. So those 900 people can kind of give their collective heads a shake and go, oh, oh, oh yeah, I forgot about them. <laughs> yeah, let, let's have a let's have a listen. Let's have a talk. Getting the band on the ballot would be a major, major victory. Getting them actually nominated would be a you know a lottery win <laughs> so we have to be realistic of what we want to do but at least we want to make sure that they're talking about it and we create chatter on the other side of the border about the guess who to re resurrect their 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 legacy and their memories so you're loving this campaign. You're you're loving you're loving this campaign that's uh, that's been initiated and uh, and and you wrote about it in in your commentary. I think it was today. Um, how likely? And I asked this to Jenny, the organizer. How how optimistic are you that something could happen? That something might happen? Well, let's just look at just getting them on the ballot. That would uh, certainly get people talking. And then that would also initiate the fan voting aspect of everything. Mm -hmm. When when a bunch of when a band an act is is nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, there is fan voting, and that goes on for months and months and months as people are encouraged to look at the ballot and vote for their favorite. And you can vote more than once. I think you vote uh, you know once a day, but you could vote for every day up until they actually close the voting. Uh, and, and that in itself is something that's given coverage by a lot of people saying, oh, how's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame balloting going? Wow, well, let's check out. Oh, look who's in first place. Well, that's good. Let's see what else is happening. And you get people discussing the, the various merits of, of the nominees. Now, the problem with, with that is that even though your band may garner you know millions of votes and win the fan voting, that only counts as one vote against the other 900 of the people in the committee how long did it take uh rush how, how many years of pressure did it take uh before rush got into the rock and roll hall of fame 15 <laughs> they they were eligible in 1998 they did not get in until 2013 and the only reason they got in was because of fan pressure so all right that's what's really needed right now fan pressure so Wrap yourself in the flag, do it for the country, and let's see what we can do about increasing the hoser content of the Rock Hall Affair. <laughs> Alan Cross, always great to talk with you. Have a great Friday. Thanks for this. You bet. <laughs> yeah, Alan Cross, the host of the ongoing history of new music, and uh, as I mentioned, he's a music contributor to Chorus Radio and Global News. Yes, let's increase the hoser content at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I... Uh, you know, 15 years, 15 years, as we mentioned, to get uh, Rush into uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 15 years of fan pressure. Now, this is in his commentary today um, before it finally happened in what, um, 2013. The Red Hot Chili Peppers and Madonna, uh, whose careers were launched in the, in the 80s, were both given nods ahead of Rush. So, yeah, some interesting stuff, but only five. Only five Canadians, the band, Joni Mitchell, Neil Young, twice, once as a solo artist and then as a member, of course, as of uh, Buffalo Springfield, Leonard Cohen, and Rush. <laughs> if you're into it, if this is something that blows your skirt up, my friends, the website again is guesswhoforthehall.com. Guess who, number four, the hall. 
Canadianshow.com. It would be nice to see some more Canadians in there, to say the least. Again, guess guess who for the hall.com. We're coming up to the 3 o'clock news. Eileen Bell will have the very latest. On the other side, let's talk about vaccine and uh, access to it, where Canada stands right now. But wrap this around your head just for a second as well. You know, they said that this, this, this campaign launched because they were sitting around talking about which artists were getting you through the, the pandemic. What were you listening to? What was it that you were turning to musically? Let